this is Let's Chat Movies, yeah. And it is week five of the Batman stuff. Um, I am Sam. I'm with Simon and Liam. Hello. Hello. And as I said, it's week five. And this week is the start of the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Woo! We are very excited. So that means no more shitty films. (laughs) <laughs> no, not to mention the fact that this is also our first ever Batman podcast that has more than just two people on it. So yes, yeah, we're excited for that as well. You're welcome for that, by the way. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you're also <laughs> welcome for, for me and Sam to that, but the rest of them. We had to put, get the oh, go through all that rubbish. Oh, the terrible! Oh, all of them are terrible. You're so lucky. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> So, Batman Begins means the beginning <laughs> of <laughs> Christian Bale as Batman. Yes. So, yeah. But um, before we start, I want to mention something freaky. We're doing this Batman special couple of months, and the other day, it was Chris O'Donnell's birthday, and he played Robin. And it was his birthday, like, a couple of days before the episode he did and yeah. it was also the 25th anniversary of the 80s batman movie the other day oh freaky some illuminati stuff going on there oh god like you and the illuminati <laughs> oh god oh, constantly for me i'm not talking about that mu- that much you spoke about it three times in the last two days <laughs> <laughs> Just because they're real and you're jealous you're not part of it. <laughs> right. Okay, then. Right, let's, let's move on. <laughs> Batman Begins. Um, I didn't have time to rewatch this film this week, so my opinions won't be as strong and I won't be able to remember as much as I usually do. Well, Liam, did you watch it? Uh, I rewatched Batman Begins... Tuesday night. So yes, I did. Okay, so it's only Liam that did his homework. (laughs) (laughs) In case you uh, haven't listened to this before, uh, we talk about a non-spoiler part of the film and give you a review of our score, um, give you a few seconds to leave or stay, and then we talk about the spoiler part of the film. Um, so let's get right on to it, because we're already, like, ten hours late. Um, let's start with the cast, like we usually do. So in this film, we have Christian Bale as Batman, and Bruce Wayne, as I said earlier. Uh, so let's start with Simon. Yes. What do you think of Christian Bale as Batman? Well, I've got to, without going into the other films... In just this in just this film, I thought he did like amazingly well to jump straight into a role with no proper backstory in this like film. Obviously, he did have a backstory in the comics, but in the film, he didn't really have that much of a backstory. We did actually, didn't he? Quite a bit. He had a massive origin story. The, the whole half, film is the origin. The half the damn yeah, the movie whole, was about. Uh, yeah, I know. I should have done my homework. What? But anyway, did you even watch this film ever? <laughs> no, I, without no, I have. I watched it. He swears. Three months ago. 
I, I, I own it. Mm. I'm looking well, at it now. I, what, so we're talking, we're talking about Batman or Christian Bale's acting as it? Because we're about Christian Bale at the minute, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I would like to start by saying quite how impressive it is that um, his movie, but just before this was The Machinist, or The Machinist, if you're going to pronounce it. Um, if you see the body transformation between those two roles, it is absolutely insane. <laughs> uh, Sam, do you know what I'm about? No. You've never <laughs> seen Christian Bale on The Machinist? No. Okay, hang on. But yeah, um, basically, yeah, he he lost 63 pounds for his role in The Machinist, and then he bulked up massively for this film. And I, I just like to say, bravo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Christian Bale is, is one of my all-time favourite actors. So... I think he did a brilliant job as Batman. He's he's my favourite Batman. I'm not 100% sure whether he's my favourite Bruce Wayne, but he's my favourite Batman. Yeah, he's I a very good young. He plays a very good young Bruce Wayne as well. Yeah. But I think as old, experienced Bruce Wayne, not that he you really see much of that in Batman Begins, but um, I think Michael, Michael Keaton possibly does a slightly better job. Mm. But I think I think Christian Bale is an extremely talented actor and can do well in whatever role he's in, including the the role of Batman. I think he did a very good job and fans seem to love it. This is the most this is the best received uh collection of Batman films that there's been considerably improved upon um upon Joel Schumacher's Batman films. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely. Mm. I just love the iconic voice of Batman. Which he yeah. Does in this film as he does with the whole trilogy, the whole. I like it. It's with the whole. I need to disguise my Brilliant. voice because I'm talking to people I know. Um, as I always say, Batman isn't a hard character no, to act. No. Not, not like emotionally. I mean, physically, it's probably quite demanding. But yeah, that's ah, easy to on a, on a get those act- muscles. <laughs> on a purely acting level. Um. As far as I can remember, with Bruce Wayne, as you said, um, I also loved his performance as the younger Bruce. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's just a great performance, as he usually puts in. Yes. Um, uh, let's move on to Liam Neeson. As who plays, Ducard. yes, Ducard. Henry Ducard. Uh, Liam Neeson also happens to be another one of my all-time favourite actors. Same. So, um, yeah, I I absolutely loved him in this. I think he he played the the experienced Ducard, right hand right hand man to Ra's al Ghul, very very well. Um, yeah, he's got he's got this nice like cold sinisterism about him. Like he's calculated, but also like you can tell he's got experience. So I think it was it was very well acted, and he fitted nicely with the character, in my opinion. Mm. I love the mustache. <laughs> so Liam goes on a massive little. <laughs> you don't love the mustache. <laughs> yeah, I thought the mustache is pretty cool as well. I'll give you that. I really wish I really wish I watched the film this week. Yeah, it's hard to remember. Uh, it, it probably would have paid off. Yeah. 
I'll definitely watch The Dark Knight for, <laughs> for the next you, you one. That recently, anyway. Oh no, you didn't. You fell asleep. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I digress. Um, right. Since this is a new trilogy, we get to talk about the the more minor actors as well, like the replacement of Alfred. Master Wayne. What do, <laughs> what do we think of um, of Michael Caine as Alfred? Legendary. Yeah, this is an all-star cast. Yeah. To be honest, there's yeah. not like as with as with most of Nolan's films. I don't think there's any performances that you can really fault no. throughout the trilogy, oh, apart no. from one in Dark Knight Rises, which we'll get to later. Um, as in two weeks from now later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Michael Caine though, it's just. Oh. Yeah, uh, this is this is him him stepping down from his more his more protagonist roles. He's he's taking a bit of a background role, but really does seem to put his all into it. Um, he makes a very a very good Alfred. He's got a little bit more sass than um than the last Alfred had, but and think, it works. I think it works. It works very well. Yeah. Um, he Only fits Michael very nicely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, only Michael Caine can pull that sass off, though, as Alfred. <laughs> Nobody else in the world could. Uh, and no, he, uh, he has Paul... a bit more of a personality, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rather than just being the faceless, generic butler. Yeah. Mm. And he with wasn't the, given a like, He's got a little bit. <laughs> no. Well, he yes, he was. You, you well, saw him growing up. With... You saw, yes, you, you saw him with young Bruce. Like yeah, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a backstory. It's not like it's you this knew. This is Alfred's movie. I know it's, it's not, not enough movie, of a backstory. But it's, yeah, I know. But even if like it's not There's plenty of backstory. Yeah, but <laughs> it's not like it's not like a backstory that you'd get. Alfred the movie featuring Batman. Is that what you <laughs> want, Simon? Okay, I'll get on to I'll get on to other backstories. <laughs> I'd love in, that in Dark Knight Rises and The Dark Knight because there are a few uh, other backstories right. I want to question as well. Okay. How about Cillian Murphy or Cillian Murphy, everyone around it, as jo- Dr. Jonathan Crane slash Scarecrow? Spoiler. <laughs> what? It is. What? That's that's not a spoiler. It is. How is it? You can just go on IMDb and then look. He's on the trilogy. He's on the trilogy of the box set. <laughs> uh, on the on the actual case as Scare as Scarecrow. It's not really a sorry spoiler. To, sorry to say. Well, no, I would say it's a spoiler. Mm, kind of, but Plus, it's you not. Need to talk about its performance. You need to talk about its performance on both sides as well. Yeah. So, yeah. What do we think? Um, I love how he made the character intimidating as well as kind of uh, not nervous, but jolty content yeah like how he pulled off those two different sides of the character mm. and he comes like off it, pretty yeah. scary especially with the mask on and a little mm. insane in some points of the film like yeah little glimpses in a, like in a, in a nice seconds. villain sort of way yeah yeah like every right. two like it's two seconds he'd just suddenly he'd have like an insane look in his eyes yeah i love then his, he'd um, come back and, facial yeah. expressions in this film. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
He does well. He's, 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 he's swaps from the, the sharp-witted, like, courthouse Jonathan Crane to, like, the, the I'm going to set people on fire scarecrow. Yeah. And I think I think that's it's very yeah he's got a he's got a nice sense of like power and authority behind him as a villain mm. and although he sort of takes the background a little bit in this film like the main villain in this film is the story like there's no except for maybe with with a few sort of exceptions like what's happening is more important than what the villains of them themselves doing yeah this part like their grand plan is more of a thing than like mm. than like the Joker, where he's specifically going out and doing things. Yeah, it's more of the build up. It's not actually what happens. Yeah. It's the journey you take to get there. Type thing, if you know what I mean. How very philosophical of you. <laughs> oh, I know. I thought, yeah, I've... It's not the destination, it's it's the journey. <laughs> so we we like Cillian Murphy. And it doesn't That's... become over the top and he doesn't chew the scenery. No, As with no. the Penguin and the Riddler and all those other characters yeah. in the previous franchise. Yeah. Um, this is a thinking man's Batman film, which is the most change from, from the Joel Schumacher ones. The dumb neon Yeah. Movies. So, which, which act do you want to talk about Let's next? go with Katie Holmes as Rachel. Sure. As Rachel Dawes. Um, not standout, but no. not terrible. She did good what she was given, but it wasn't. I don't yeah, know. it wasn't it's... much meat to the part. Um, no. not to take too much out of the next podcast, but I do prefer. Is it Maggie Gyllenhaal? Gyllen. Gyllenhaal. I do prefer yeah. her. Yeah. But you know, Katie Holmes. I mean. Being married to Tom Cruise must take a lot out of you, so. <laughs> well, no, but she um she dropped the part in the next Batman because of the, crappy film. the yeah. part called, like, Money Money or something or other. I've forgotten what it's called yeah, now. Um, back, to, back to Rachel Dawes. Uh, I, thought, I thought the part itself was fairly well written, but in a cast as good as this, she sort of blends into the background. I mean, yeah. in any other Batman film, she may well have been my highlight, but... This this is this is a new tier of Batman film, and in this one she wasn't quite up to the same standards as the likes of Christian Bale or Michael Caine or Cillian Murphy or Gary Oldman. So, mm. yeah. And about good, Gary good Oldman, act- good actress though. Yeah. And the character comes off as different to every other um, love interest in the previous films, as yeah, she is a childhood friend of Bruce. Yep. And even like, she's very like. You can see the history behind them, and like she's not actively trying to get with with Batman either. Well, with with Bruce, as it were, because like a lot of the other ones were more. I don't know. Well, some of the, a lot of them were more interested in Batman than they were in um in Mr. Wayne. So, whereas that's that's very different in this film. Mm. So let's go to Gary Oldman then. Gary Oldman, Jim Jim Gordon. Yeah. Um, as always, I was very happy with um with Gary Oldman's performance in this. He's he plays a fantastic Jim Gordon. Um, unparalleled by the last one, who really did blend into the background. You certainly notice 
even though he's not got an overly big part, you certainly notice the presence of Gary Oldman in this film. He's an extremely talented actor. What do you guys reckon? Oh, so good. Like Any part that I've ever seen him in, I've loved what he's done. And mm. oh, he's just... He can take any role and turn it into a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, and in an extremely yeah. well-cast film, it was a very good choice. Yeah. yeah. And like, as soon as you see him on screen, you know that you're just going to love him. Like Within the mm. first ten minutes of watching well, his character Jim Gordon be like, play, on screen. He plays such a likeable character. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, it's like instant connection. That then, to make like, it sound like you really, you want to date Gary Oldman. <laughs> yeah. uh, connection. The, the second I saw him. <laughs> so yeah, we we approve of their decision of Gary Oldman to be yeah. Jim Good. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Morgan Freeman. Oh, that man! That man! That he's, man he's is the best. Oh, he's um, God. Again. Do we really need to talk about him? Everyone knows he's the best actor ever. Yeah, we don't. We can don't pull really off any character. Yeah. Again, very protagonist actor in a very side role, but does a cracking job of it. Again, perfectly acted. I could, I can't put any flaw to it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, with with what he was given, he acted it very, very well. I was impressed. He managed Just to did. put a good bit of wit and humour in there as well, doesn't he? Not a few little jokes mm. and yes, yeah, it's the way he says things. It's just. Oh. Another good casting choice for token black man in the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only one in the entire Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. But anyway. Every time I look at this cast and then I compare it to the Batman v Superman cast, it's just. Oh. It makes you cry. This one is just <laughs> so much so, better. The Batman Superman one is very lacking at the minute. Mm. They need a powerhouse actor in there. Well, they've got Ben Affleck, who's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, That's hmm. it. He did, he did amazingly well in Daredevil. <laughs> Everyone knows Daredevil was the low point of that career. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, oh, I wanted to bring up, um, I've forgotten his name, but the guy that plays Thomas Wayne. Ah, right. Oh, that's Linus Roach. He's hardly in the film. He does leave a mark as this caring dad, doesn't he? Yeah. Every scene he in, he's in, he, his presence is so big. Yeah, this, and this lovely... he delivers his lines so well. Yeah, his nice straight-laced Thomas Wayne. It was very good. It was a great believable performance yes, from him. Yes, believable is a good word for it. What do we think of... There's a lot of actors to talk about here. Um... Tom yeah. Wilkinson as Carmine Falcone. He did well, actually. I was. I, like, I loved it. He, I was really impressed with that. He managed to take that and do like a really good job with that. Mm. Oh, I sat there and I was like, whoa. Because right, I'm yeah. <laughs> talking about backstories. <laughs> he was given a small backstory, but what he was given, it was, it wasn't like, as much as the others. But he still managed to do well in what he did. Yeah. And make very, very good head of the criminal underworld. This is um Falcone, not to be confused with Maroni in the next one. <laughs> very typical yeah. Italian American names, but yes. <laughs> I 
I loved Tom Wilkinson in this. I mean, I've not seen him in much, apart from maybe like his good guy character in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. But mm. I, I really thought he was another very strong casting choice for this film. So yeah. Um, unless you want to talk about Ken Watanabe as Raz, as Raz Al Ghul. It's not much more. Yeah, there's not much to talk about with him because... No, he, he plays your he typical Asian guy. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say though. anything. Just, no. He just stands there and looks intimidating. Gets yeah. very angry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was, he was good. He was mm. reasonable. So that means we should probably move on to directing. Yep, yes. fine by me. The fantastic Christopher Nolan takes home. Oh, oh yes. Yes. And he delivers a film of perfection, in my opinion. Yep. I love the way him and Wally Pfister shot uh, the movie. It's I got this great feel to it. You can mm. sense the darkness, especially in the scenes, like in the skanky places. <laughs> uh, what are they called? They call them the... Um, there's a word for them in this film they call them the oh i can't remember they have a word though for the for the dodgy parts of the um of gotham the bit that gets you should know you watched it the other day penned off and gassed um oh gosh hang on it'll come to me <laughs> 10 years later that's it <laughs> No, no, I, I give up. But yeah, yeah, I agree. The, the the scummy parts of Gotham were very well shot. I also loved how they shot the scenes in the mountains. Oh yeah, had this great feel to it. Yeah, I I enjoy them, especially the the long shots. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, faultless directing, mm. in my opinion. Very nice transitions between the um. The present, the close back flashbacks and the distant flashbacks as well. Yeah. I thought that was all, that was all handled perfectly. In my opinion. Oh. Simon? No, oh, just, oh, Christopher Nolan directing anything is just amazing. Yeah, like, I, I think, uh, he's, Anything he's, he does is just amazing. Um, one of the most talented directors out there today. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, more as I say, really, like anything that they, like, all, like all parts of the film are just like long shots, like up closes, everything. It's all good. I don't know. He does it really. <laughs> yeah, it's magical. <laughs> uh, let's move on from that then and talk about the writing. Sure. Um, uh, one of my favourite scripts. Really? Yes. I just loved all the characters, loved the plot, loved, um, it's quite quotable as well, which I love in a movie, Mm, especially Pulp Fiction, which we won't bring up again, (laughs) after last time. (laughs) I think that the plot is stronger than the script, in my opinion. Yeah. The script is very good, but it's not up there in like my top ten scripts. Mm. So, 
Although, whether, whether I'm just contrasting this with the fact I watched Casablanca, which is one of my favourite scripts, very, very closely together, but it's, it's, a fair, it's a good script driven by perfect directing and brilliant plot. But still, still a good script, I'd say. <laughs> so, okay, then. Done with script. Uh, the score by Hans Zimmer. Ah. Hans Zimmer is the best at what he does. Definitely. Uh, I've yet to see anyone parallel him with scoring a film. He is... The, the score transcends anything I've ever heard in a film. It's just, he is, he's the best at what he does. So, um, yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. I can't really remember the score from Batman Begins, not because it was bad, but because I watched The Dark Knight the most recently, and I've just got that in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Well, I didn't watch all of The Dark Knight, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm sure it was fantastic. Mm, It was. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it it tied the film together nicely, gave it added to the tone, as as do all Hans Zimmer's scores. So, yeah, I'm really happy with with him being chosen. Um, Anything else to talk about in the non-spoiler section? Uh, The set. Okay, and, go for it. And the gadgets, I think I'd like to talk about as well. And the suits, you've, you've missed tons. <laughs> oh, I didn't watch the film, okay? And I didn't prepare anything. Well, Gotham in this one, what do we think? Uh, I don't think, in terms of what you see of Gotham, don't it, set, uh, you, you don't see as much as what you see in the other films. Like, it focuses... Uh, Without spoiling anything, it focuses more on the. Oh, I don't want to say the word. Okay, I'm just gonna. Right, I'm gonna say it. So cover your ears for the next two seconds, people. Oh my god! Right, right. Spoilers right. then, guys. Okay, just a little spoiler. It focuses more on the asylum. That's not a spoiler. It kind of is because it. No, it's not. It it kind of does is the first in a way. five minutes he sends a criminal to Arkham. No, but um, no, but it, like the most of the film you're People, in. People, you can listen again. <laughs> but how are they? Oh, okay. Um, Don't go into that. <laughs> no, but like in the end of the film, they are like based mainly in the asylum, and like right. midway to the end until they get on that train. I well, thought what? that um, Gotham looks more like Gotham in this than in The Dark Knight, but not as much as in Tim Burton's Batman films. I agree, but Simon isn't allowed an opinion because he didn't have to see Gotham in Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, <laughs> <laughs> on which this is a massive, massive improvement. Okay then, I'll um, withdraw my comments then before you kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Gotham was especially the dark, dingy bits near the end, mm. and like the, the bits with the monorail and the whole monorail underworld Gotham thing. I think it was really, really well done, almost on par with Burton's. And it's and it's really think of that suit. Oh, the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very um, yeah, realistic, no, as is. No, the no whole Batman tone of the trilogy. Like Batman Not Batman. too Batman-y. <laughs> it's just like awful. 
Yep. It's yep. Um, no, it's all black. No. Mm. no, like standout symbol, but, but it's it, there. It definitely suits Tony the very well. The whole I've got this Kevlar suit with this electronic activated cape and this yeah. this mask that I ordered five no ten thousand of, so it doesn't look suspicious. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think the suit's really good. It was really yeah. quite impressive to look at. Mm. Especially like when you, they do like, a few up close shots through the film, you could tell that nothing's too Hollywood, if that makes sense. It's not overdone to. Like, oh, I don't know the word. Oh. Not very eloquent today, like, when you forget words for everything, you're just going, oh, yeah. Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know the word, but yeah. <laughs> No, but it, like, it's not. The film is not too Hollywood, and neither's a suit. And I think that, that's what I like. It's, it's gritty. I like to study English, but oh. okay. Come on, Simon, you study English. Gadgets. <laughs> We've got. Do it again. Um, how much of it is spoilers? For example, the one in the big tall building. Would that be a spoiler? No. No. Okay. Right, so I'll start with you. This is um again a film where we do get to see the batarangs being used, yeah, uh, being made, which is quite nice. And mm. yeah, I thought I thought they were really good, but you know, nothing special, special. We see them being made. Like the massive explosive ones you get in Batman Returns. <laughs> um, let me see. Ah, uh, like the gadget, the, the magnetic grapple gun again, something we've seen before, but I think utilised really well. Yeah. Um. The main new gadget, though, is the one right in the his boot. And there's oh, a big reveal for this. His um, telephone. <laughs> and this is a slight, slight spoiler. But it's mobile, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Press a yeah. button, every bat in Gotham comes to your aid. Yeah. Which I thought, although a little bit cliche, and not really fitting with the realistic part, I thought it was good. Yeah. It was a very cool moment, very nice escape method. It was, a ni- it was one of the si- signature moments in the film. So yeah, that was that was, my, that was my star gadget of this Batman film. Yeah, and it's not like he could have got out any other way, like using like smoke something, but not shoot bats. I think that added a lot of finesse to it. Yeah. What do you think of the Batmobile? Then? Oh, the Tom. <laughs> Sam's not so said anything good. for a while, so. I know she's love him. Batmobile, Sam. Really? Um, not as much as the Tim Burton one, but since oh. this is a more realistic Batman, mm, it I like fits the, the Fox tone of out the movie. Coming back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's very cool. It fits very nicely. Um, there's not like too many flashy core basic. This is useful Batman sort of stuff, and I think it fits well with the impressiveness of the suit and the grittiness of the film. Hmm. There's nothing in the Batmobile that is nothing too over the top. Like he's got his <laughs> state-of-the-art sat nav, <laughs> yep, and like <laughs> and like obviously a few other like gadgets, but you don't actually see in terms of the entire trilogy. That is, you don't see much of the workings of the actual Batmobile. It's obviously you don't need to see that side of the film, but you don't see as much of the like the workings of it. 
as there possibly could have been. Yeah, but oh well. Mm. I, I, they, this is already a two hours, 20 minute film. You don't want to balk out with like too much Alfred backstory or um <laughs> or Batmobile backstory. <laughs> what would a Batmobile have backstory? Exactly. It's <laughs> it, you, the pacing is nice, and I think adding in sort of that stuff would have slowed down a little bit. Much. Mm, true. Oh, if that's unless no other thing, I think that they care to mention on the uh, the non-spoiler section before we move on to plot. Um, I can't think of anything. Right, going off and moving on to the spoiler section then. Right, so <laughs> you got to um, oh, do your review, you. give your score. All right, okay, me first. Simon, um, you go first. I, as the beginning, the first film of a trilogy, I absolutely loved this film. And I gave it a 9 out of 10, which is, like, one of the highest rated films I've actually rated. Because I'm really picky with films, but I can't pick out many major faults in this film, which is why I love it so much. Liam? Right. Um, I, I guess 8.5. If, if I absolutely had to give it a rating, I'll give it an 8. Uh... It is my least favourite of the uh, the trilogy. Um, it's a very good opening, but I don't know. I don't feel like it had it had the the power behind it that the other films had. They had something really special about them. Uh, yeah, I've given this eight, but still, I would highly recommend it. Even if you're not really fans of comic movies or the previous Batman movies, I think these just as as movies of completely their own merit. That this specific trilogy, including Batman Begins, are definitely worth a watch. Mm. So yeah, oh. I'm happy with Sam. <laughs> only fourteen. <laughs> well, I gave this film a ten out of ten. Oh, compared to some, uh, I've only yeah. given fourteen oh, films a ten out of ten. Yeah. Well, that's not a lot compared to like there's a million films being made. Um, for me, this was a piece of perfection. I loved everything about it. I I don't think I can fault it really. Um, it I just love it. It's such a great film, and I highly recommend it to so everybody. Like Even All if right. you hate Batman, Five, you'll love this movie. Four, three, two, one. Yes. Um. Does anyone? No. Right. <laughs> um oh, oh, well no, well Razagul twice sort of. <laughs> now we're in spoilers I can Oh and twice. So Razagul dies <laughs> twice. <gasps> um you've got Ken Watanabe playing Razagul, uh who dies Razagul to- dies twice escape. And you've got Oh, I was holding my tongue earlier. Liam Neeson. Oh my god, Ducard is really Razal Ghoul. <gasps> Hashtag surprise. Um, <laughs> and then he dies he 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 dies at the end. When uh, cause Bruce is all because he's all you're Batman, you don't kill people. And then he's all true, like I don't have to save you. And then he jumps out and then the train crashes and it blows up and this plan is foiled and Raz Al Ghul dies. It's one of the fist pump moments of films. <laughs> Great moment. Yep. So yeah, pretty happy with that. 
Uh, yeah. So, Sam, do you want to take over now? We're on the plot. Where should we start? Young. Where to start? You tell me. I think. I think. I think. I think the beginning. <laughs> okay, the beginning. So the you've, beginning. you've got young Bruce Wayne and what's her face? I don't know. I haven't watched this <laughs> right film. Right the doors. Yes. Ever. And Bruce falls down the well. Oh yeah, that's the beginning. Yes. Like they're running about, aren't they? Mm. No, so it begins in, in the prison. You're right. It does begin in the prison. Liam. I was oh. I was testing you. <laughs> so he's in the jail. And this big Asian guy comes up to him like, oh, yeah, you trouble now. So Batman smacks him in the head. He gets jumped on by all this guy's pals. One of my favorite bits in a fight scene just pushes them all backwards off the desk down a hill. <laughs> He's kicking the crap out of seven different guys. They are, they're fighting back a bit, but Bruce Wayne's doing pretty damn good. He gets pulled away. And this is another great part. Of it. They're like, oh, what are you doing? They're like, it's for protection. He's like, I don't need protection. It's like, it's for them, and it pans back to all these people on the floor crying that Bruce Wayne's just beaten up. <laughs> and yeah, oh. that's how the film start, starts. Not entirely sure what's going on, no backstory, it's just throwing you straight into the action. That's that's the point where you first know that like, you have an idea that he's Batman. Like, you don't <laughs> actually know it at that point. Really? That, that wasn't when you put but... the disc in the... Oh, you're not going to watch No, today. but you know... I'm going to no. close my eyes and put in a DVD. <laughs> no, but you've known well that... It could well be Batman. Who knows? <laughs> no, but you'll know that that specific film will end up being Batman. I think everyone that watched this film immediately that that was Batman. <laughs> no, but... Okay, yes, they know Whether it be trailers <laughs> or hype. Or maybe it's the back cover of the DVD. I reckon everyone knew it was Batman. It definitely wasn't going to be Michael Caine, for sure. <laughs> Or Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman make a great Batman. Uh, so, he's in a jail cell, and Ducard comes up to him for the first time. Ooh, all mysterious. I can help you be who you want to be. Into this mountain with a flower. Not what's going on there. Maybe he's got a thing for flowers. Who knows? So, yeah. Pretty happy. Yeah. And then uh, he... Good opening just, to a film. Yeah. He just I'm, then just trusts him then, doesn't he, after that? <laughs> yeah. I'm reluctant to just talk my way through the whole film. So shall we go over... It's that good. Part? Yeah, there is a lot to talk about. There is too much to talk about. I think we'd be so, here until like, later on. Obviously yeah. later on. But until later on. Until no, it's going to end right now. <laughs> <laughs> until midnight. Yep. Uh, that. So, now... What do we want to talk about? What are our favourite plot points? Oh, I don't even know. Um, oh, I can't. You have to remind me what happened. Yeah. <laughs> right, Liam, go well, for it. See if you can do the entire film in under 60 seconds. Like, doing the key points of the film in under 60 seconds. Ready? Three, two. Well, right, you've got to sing the song, okay? So, what? Bruce goes to prison. No, not singing. No, okay, okay, you don't have to sing. Just go through it, right? Are you ready? You have 60 seconds. Three, two, one, go. Bruce is in prison. Gets, come up, gets, comes up to him, trains him, makes him become Batman. Oh my god, they wanted to kill people. He doesn't kill people. He's a good guy. So he blows up the entire place, but he's now fully trained as Batman. Saves Ducard. Right, so Bruce is a kid, and his parents get shot. This makes him really angry. It's the bat when he thought that well. 
So he wants other people to feel this fear. So he becomes Batman, gets a suit from Fox. Fox works in R&D in his, com- in, like, in his company. So he's downstairs. So he's got all these cool gadgets that helps him become Batman. He propositions Jim Gordon and catches the crime boss Falcone. Now, little does he know, Falcone then comes under the, under the prey of Scarecrow. He makes him really scared. Scarecrow makes everyone scared. That's sort of his plan. So Scarecrow's got a big mask so that he doesn't have to scare people. And he sets Batman on fire and then kicks out of a window. Then, right, <laughs> he steals Bruce Wayne's water dispersion thing and then contaminates the water supply in Gotham. So Gotham's not contaminated, but it doesn't affect him until they breathe it in, but it makes him really scared when they do. So he uses Bruce Wayne's machine, makes it all into water vapor, and everyone breathes it in. Everyone's really scared, but at the minute, it's only the really dodgy part of Gotham. So Batman comes in and saves the day and kills them all. And Rachel Dawes tases Scarecrow in the face. Now, while he's on a horse. So, <laughs> yay, oh, oh, everything's okay. But Razzle, it turns out Razzle actually hired Scarecrow. Razzle was the big guy behind it. And he is going to drive the big water dispersion device right into Gotham's water central. Oh, no. Batman fights him in his house. But Razzle burns down Bruce Wayne Manor. So now he's on this train and Batman beats him up. Crashes the train, Razzle dies, everything's fine, got him safe, Batman wins, and at the end he's given a Joker card the next film. <gasps> oh, well done, well done. Tell me, Mr. Cool. Wayne, what do you fear? Anyway, um, so. Yeah, that's... yeah, but yeah, but it doesn't all happen in that one and a half minutes, does it? Obviously, because well, no. the film's two hours, well, just over two hours long. So. Well, no, but I was speaking rather quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so don't worry, people. You can go watch it without it being only about five minutes long. So it is about, yeah. This, the, the League of Shadows is a very nice, it's a nice introduction to that sort of whole scheme. And of course, Ra's al Ghul is a very integral Batman villain, so it's nice that they included him alongside Scarecrow. But, I don't know, it didn't feel like a split film in the same way that, um, that say, Batman Forever did. Do you know what I mean by that, Sam? Like, no. They were. <laughs> it still felt like a very natural film, whereas Batman Forever seemed a bit Spider-Man Three, where they sort of start trying to cram villains in to make it seem like a better film. Right. Mm. Whereas this one seemed a lot more natural with the amount of villains there were. I think in all there were only about three villains, weren't there? But then one was just a side villain that was just there. <laughs> It was Falcone. He was just there, wasn't he? And then yeah. Scare- it was only really Scarecrow and Ra's al Ghul, but you didn't actually know who was Ra's al Ghul until the very end. So that, that was a nice like switcheroo. Yeah. Oh, only Christopher Nolan. <laughs> or I don't know, David Finch is pretty damn good at surprise switches. Yeah. But, but anyway, so yeah, uh, the plot is very good. Mm. Um. There's a nice, like, Gotham backstory. There's a nice contrast between Playboy Bruce Wayne with his girls in the pool in the hotel. <laughs> well, yeah. In the pool in the hotel. And the whole, I'm a dark Batman. It's not what you, it's not what you are, who you are underneath, but who, what you do that defines you, that sort of thing. Yeah. The underlying Batman tone. And I think it was a really great film. Plot, the plot was, was excellent. Especially for the for the opening to what is undeniably one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Ooh, bold <gasps> statement. One what of the one of the. Okay, one of the. Okay, that's good then. Yeah. I think I I told Sam it was what my fourth favorite trilogy. It's my second. Mm. Probably my third. 
But yeah, we've been through that before. Um, <laughs> so, plot of Batman Beans. We're overall pretty impressed. Any of you guys got any highlights you want to talk about? Because it's pretty much just been me talking about it so far. Um, oh, I can't pick highlights out. It's just... There are too many good parts of the film. But I can pick out, from memory, one bad part. No. Oh, well, no, no. Uh, two bad parts. No. Ooh. And it's it's not it's not like something that most people would pick out as me being picky. Ooh. Oh, it's you being weird yeah, again. It's me being weird again. And what it is, it's do you know just before Scarecrow sets him alight? Yes. Sets him alight. Batman. Batman. And then yeah, he throws him yeah, out the yeah. window. Batman's and then he Alfred up. Yeah. He's oh, crouching. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hang on, yeah, yeah. He's crouching in that that corner, in that dark corner. You're telling me that nobody saw him there. He's Batman. It doesn't matter because he's got like his chins out, isn't it? He's so that would be showing, wouldn't it? Anyway, it's a dark room. I don't yeah, know, right? But you he's can see passed, them moving around. He's passed out, gassed on the roof. How does Alfred get him? Suddenly, he's in the back of a car on his way home. He called out oh, yeah. from the top of a roof. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and me and, me and my friend David, who are watching this, came up with a hypothesis. What? Alfred is secretly Superman. Flies <laughs> no. up there. No, move flies on. Flies him down again. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually the Joker's dad. How else is he gonna get him down from a roof? <laughs> He's on top of a bloody building. Maybe he's a Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> <It's even better. laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and the next bad part was, um, do you know when they're in the Asi- like Arkham Asylum and yeah. all the like the mains are being blown up and everybody's like panicking? When Scarecrow's on the horse with the mask on, his eyes, the red eyes, they just <laughs> looked too. They took, like, oh, for the film, because the film's really realistic the entire way through. That isn't the only time that happened. There was, like, red eyes on Batman and red eyes on people before and white eyes on the kids that almost got shot. Yeah, I know, but just, that that's the one that stuck out for me. I don't know, I, I, I thought that was all right. It added a nice... What was nice, your complaint about it? Effective drug. Didn't mine? Yeah. Unrealistic, I think you were saying. It, yeah, it was just, yeah, the eyes were just, like, when they, like, were lit up, either red or white. It was just not realistic for the the feel of the film. So you're saying what it does is unrealistic, not the effects. It, no, it yeah, just as a whole, it just didn't look and feel realistic compared to the rest of the film. You've got to have something fantastical. It's a bloody comic book character. Mm. Yeah. I tell you, speaking yeah. of the effects of Scarecrow's drug, I tell you what I did like. When Batman uses it on Scarecrow and how he looks. Oh, yeah, I love that. Demon Batman. Oh. That was great. Yeah. Do you remember that, Sam? No. He what? goes green and he's like... He doesn't look green. Like what? No, he's His green. full face goes all sharp teeth and goes no, full like bat. No, he goes he goes green and he's like... It doesn't thro- go green. It looks like he's throwing up, isn't it? He doesn't go green. It's like a dark green. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. 
It's when they're in that cellar bit and they've like cracked one of those pipes open, isn't it? In the basement. It goes green. Green. He does no Batman. Like through Scarecrow's eyes when he's been hit with his own gas stuff. He's like Batman's talking, he's got stuff like Batman's got stuff coming out of his mouth. Yes, it's not green. I've just pulled a picture up of it. It's it's black. It's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. I will link you to it. Right. The third picture down on this page. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on and then I'll... And okay, no, wait, don't move on, actually. I'll load. Um, right, hang on. Third picture down on that page. Right. Go for it. What colour is that? That's green. Sad. <laughs> It looks green. I watched the film two days ago. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it looks... does not look green. It does look green. Anyway, let's move on. It looks like um the Green Goblin. It is the same suit. The same colour. No. Nope. Jesus Christ. No. Nope. It's green. Anyway, move on. Let's move on. It's green. It's black green. It's green. No, it's watch the film again. It's green. It's green. It's green. It's green. It's green. Anyway, let's move on. (laughs) Right. Next, right, Sam, your favourite part of the film. If you can pick a favourite part, I'm not. I I had difficulty, but go on, have a go. Um, on, the Sam, scenes with Thomas Wayne. <laughs> Shut up, Liam. It's <laughs> <laughs> what you were like. <laughs> go on, Sam. Have a go. Go on. <laughs> yes, Thomas Wayne, Sam. Yes, and the whole um, why do we fall? Why do we fall? Uh, that keeps popping up during the film. Yeah, that's my favourite part. It was I good. Ca- oh, that reminds me of another part of the film when um. Jim puts his coat around Bruce. Oh, oh that part of the film's good. I like that part. So emotional. Oh. Lots of emotions during yeah. this film. Like yes and oh and like, no. Yeah, you're and constantly jumping between the lot. And that's what Nolan's great yeah. at doing. You don't know you're actually doing it unless if you actually properly think about it. Like it's yeah, it's it's done subtly but well. Yeah. Yeah. So, any other parts you want to really talk about? Um, any other spoilers? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> no, I'm I'm done too. Yep, I'm done. So that was. Um, is this the Batman end? Batman begins. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> this is the. Uh, thank you for listening to the, the Let's Chat Movies. Yeah, for Batman <laughs> Begins podcast. No. Okay. Next week <laughs> it is The Dark Knight with. I quite liked it. I thought it was good. Christopher yeah, Nolan and then. Christian Bale again. Uh, uh, Thanks for listening. We hope so, you enjoyed it. Hope, um, <laughs> hope to see you again for next week. Where we'll continue with this trilogy. And maybe we'll have some more people talking. As alluded to at the end of the last film. <laughs> Anything to add, Simon? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hope you got that all viewers <laughs> so 
what Liam was saying is that we're going to be moving on to the trilogy. The I didn't actually hear a word Liam said. Now, Liam I knew he was talking, like, no, but I couldn't hear him. <laughs> no, I heard them both, actually. I was doing quite well. I, Liam, Liam's talking about the Dark Knight, and that they were they were hinted at the Joker in the end credit scene of... Well, just before the end credits and I said that of you the Batman. Batman begins. And you'd recommend it. And Sam was actually trying to finish up the podcast. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if I know, oh, okay, I'll now say something as well. Go watch for it. Batman Begins. You have to watch it. You have to watch the yeah. entire trilogy. Actually, it is like a magical trilogy. If you haven't watched it already, you're probably insane. Yes. Just gonna put it out there. Yep. We recommend it. Ten out of ten. Or oh, you're not eight fun. Out ten. ten out of ten. How yeah. is it an eight? I don't understand. Oh, yeah. Right, right oh, we're yeah. gonna average it. We're gonna average it out and say nine because that's yeah, what average I said. it at nine. Yeah. Yeah. See, so I'm right now. Yeah, so but it's a nine. You didn't say much about like what you didn't like. I did. No, I made Liam. A few points. Oh. Why isn't it ten worthy? Uh, I I felt like it was missing the, any any real power behind it. Oh, for God's sake! Why no. do we fall? No. Liam, no, right, okay, Sam, we're now changing Liam's vote for him. He votes a nine. Okay, no, so it's, it's a nine and a half. So it's a nine and a half average now. No, no, I... Right, I so we're going to end there, viewers. Um, <laughs> this has been... <laughs> the, <laughs> this has been Let's Chat Movies, yeah. yeah. Uh, the fifth week and of our... average about nine and nine and a ten is not 9.5. It is. No, it's not. There's a nine, nine and a nine and a you ten, and in the middle is 9.5. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. Nine and a half out of ten. If it were a nine and a ten, it would be nine and a half That's out of ten. That's what it is. It's a nine and nine and a ten. That's the same thing. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. Believe, Liam. So if I rated it a Believe one, in the magic. If we rated something a one, 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 one and ten, it would still be a five. Yeah. You're a bastard. There's a one and a ten. There's <gasps> a five. Profanity, profanity buzzer. Anyway, let's end it there. Thanks for listening to Legend Jam Movies. Yeah, the week of the, 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 the fifth one. We hope you've enjoyed. This is Batman Begins. That was Simon. That was Liam. I am Sam. Me, Sam, and Simon. Next week is the Dark Knight. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Time. 10 out of 10. Definite 10 out of 10. Definite 8 out of 10. Um, definitely a 10. We all agree that it's a 10 out of 10. I just kicked Liam off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. This is Let's Chat Movies, yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking...